0: I'm glad all I'm right. coming in loud and clear. Yeah. Blog, Talk,
1: right, Talk right. Here we go. Live from Washington, D.C., it's Quintessential Listening, Poetry Online Radio. Q L P O R, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Good
2: evening, everyone. I'm pleased to welcome to the program noted poet and author James L. Wrencher, Jr., also known as Sir Lawrence. Sir Lawrence has spread the poetic word far and wide. He is the author of two poetry collections where we meet, Poems of Love, published in January 2023, and Sir, They Would Call Me Not Knowing My Name, published in May 2023. In this book, you will find a balance between cultural awareness, consciousness, and sensuality. In addition, he is a member of the Great Beard Poets, and as an added bonus, he's a well-known culinary artist who ships out his signature pound cakes around the country, I'm being someone who loves to eat. <laughs> that intrigues me both. <laughs> <the beginning. laughs>
3: big, 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 big. All right, big. all
2: right. Sir Lawrence, welcome to the yes, program. All right. Thank you very much. Glad to be all here. Right. Glad to be Great. here. Let's begin this poetic journey. What yes. is poetry? What is poetry?
0: I think poetry. I think poetry is a combination of. Messages as well as thought provoking, um, thought provoking. What can I say? Thought provoking. scribe If I'm gonna say, it, get away with that. Okay, okay. Because I think it's, I think it's more than more than just words. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, think, I think for me, a poem should. Tell you something. There's something in you that should change once you hear a poem, or that particular poem.
2: Okay. What do you think it is that changes inside a person when they hear a poem? What do you think that is?
0: Because sometimes it could be an awareness or an an awakening or an an open door that you kept closed. You know, because it's like it's like. It's like focus. For example, if if you're not focused on a thing, you don't even realize it's there, even though it's all around you.
2: You know, I'm going to veer off script here for a minute because what you said about an open door reminds me of a question that I usually ask. Is a poem, is writing a poem letting your guard down or building a wall?
0: Well, I, I don't... I think it's letting your guard down for sure. Okay. And as far as building a wall, I don't think it's necessarily building the wall. It's scaling the wall, right?
2: Scaling the wall. Yes. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> Tell me more about that. Yeah, I mean, well, because see, here's the thing: the 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 wall
0: is already there. hmm It's just a matter of what, how much of it, how much of the wall. Um and It seemed. Um, what was the little Dutch boy who kept putting his fingers in the hole to keep the water right, from right. breaking through? Right. Right. Yes. In, a, in the dike. Right. Yes. It's it's more like that. How much how much of this story that's hidden behind this wall you want to tell?
2: Mm, interesting. Mm. Now, based on what you know about the world, is poetry important?
0: Very. Very, because I think I think poets are true messengers, you know. Because there's a lot of times I think uh, the ancients, the spirit, what have you, the universe uh, delivers the message to you, even if it's dormant behind some experiences that you've had in your life. Whether it's something that approaches you and taps you on the shoulder, you know, there are times when I've been laying in the bed and have been awakened out of a sound sleep because this this piece needed to be written. So, therefore, Mm -hmm. I take it as we're messengers.
2: Okay, messengers. So, Lawrence, what was an early experience when you learned that poetic language had power? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and
0: I was I'm kind thinking of a, a, a lot of things hit me, but just the cut to a real change. I remember I did. There was a place we used to go to. It was a, uh, an art gallery, and it was an early show in terms of time. I think it started around seven eight, and we were there was a group of us. We would go to that particular show, and then we would leave that show right downtown and do a big show. Okay. And the reason why I said it like that is because there was a young lady at this, she would come to both shows, okay? And so I did this piece at the first show. And then when I saw her at the second show, she approached me, and then she said, you know, Sir Lawrence, she said, I will never look at lovemaking the same way again after you did that piece. Mm-hmm. That's a strong statement. hmm hmm So then, I realized the power of the words that we use, and because of the effect it has on people.
2: Okay, very nice. Anything else comes to mind? Any other stories?
0: Well, some there are some things that need to be said, mm-hmm. and the poet is the one who has the ability to get away with it easier. Okay. Be- Because a lot of, a a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, and and to me, that's where, that's what wordplay is really all about, you know, because I can say something, you know, in a wordplay fashion that it might take you, you might leave the poetry set that night and it might not hit you till Sunday, that Sunday night. And it might not hit you till Wednesday, what you actually Mm -hmm. heard. Yes. When did you start writing poetry? Um, it was the early two thousands. I think it was somewhere around two thousand two when I first, my first, uh, when I wrote my first poem, and that was what an interesting com- story in itself.
2: I want to hear it. I think the listeners want to hear it. What compelled you, you know, to start let me, writing? Let me tell you something.
0: I, you, look, back in the day, okay, there was mm-hmm. there was the rap. You had to have a rap. You know, if you want to engage with the opposite sex, you had to have a rap. And, in fact, Isaac Hayes, how many albums did Isaac Hayes cut? Isaac Hayes' Rap 5. I think Rap 5 was probably basically the whole side of of album 2,
3: you know, the
0: second side of album 2. So what I would do, because I hated poetry. I really Hmm. did. I couldn't couldn't understand it. It was nothing, you know, because basically uh, how I started with it. You know, because trying to force Shakespeare down my throat, I couldn't get with it. Right. There was nothing about that. and 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 then come to find out, he's not even a person. But then that's a whole other story right there. So mm-hmm. one night, I was talking to this young lady because I used to take lines from poems, and that was part of my rap. And so I'm talking to this, <laughs> I'm talking to this young lady one night, and she says. You know, that's about the third time you decided some poetry, me. When are you going to write some poetry? And then, you know, the fireworks went off, you know, boom, boom, boom. Then uh, I talked to him, hey, listen, let me call you back. And then this cobweb door opened. And that night, that night, I think I wrote about five, six, seven pieces that night. I mean, the pen seemed like it just had a life of its own. And I was saying, wow, where is this coming from? You know, like that. hmm mm-hmm. You know, so that was that was my beginning
2: all right, all right, you know, what do you write about, sir Lawrence?
0: I try to mix it up, you know um i I, I say the conscious pieces for the messages okay that, that that needs to be told excuse me and and then sensuality comes easy for me. I don't really have to think about it the sensuality part. Um uh, and, and 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 then I find <laughs> I found that out on accident because um I remember I used to go to this party set, and
4: this this one
0: brother came to me one night and he said, Dave look I checked this there's a there's a spot over here on Thursday night. They call it erotica night. You should come. You know. And this was back then, like it is now. But anyway, so so I go there and then it's the whole loop. I mean, it's got the, the blue and red lights, it's got the booths, it's got the velvet curtains, the whole ambiance. And and then I'm sitting there and and I'm getting intrigued with this this sensuality and then in my mind I'm coming up with all these different pieces, you know, and then I'm listening to these poets that's up there. Now, I didn't necessarily gravitate to their style, and I'm not trying to knock anyone's style, but I didn't necessarily gravitate to their style because I am of the thought that something should be left to the imagination. Okay. And so, um, and that's what got me interested or even thinking about or even writing about sensuality. And then once I started and and it just came so easy for me.
2: All right. So how's your work received?
0: I think sometimes um to in a word I think it's received. I mm-hmm. think sometimes I I my my work causes the audience to stop. And and I used to take it wrong in the beginning. And then I had someone tell me that the audience is still processing what you just said. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Because, you know, there's a lot of vulnerability when you're standing on stage in front of people and you're doing your piece. And then for me anyway, I'll talk about myself. I'm thinking, well, mm-hmm. now, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? You know, are they going to clap? Right, trap? right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Did I make exactly. a fool of myself? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You know, What's going to happen when I step off the stage, you know?
0: Exactly, exactly. It's like rat pissing on cotton or what, you know?
2: Yes, yes, but I learned you got to do it and say it anyway.
0: You got to do it and say it anyway.
2: Yeah, Yeah, because everybody's not going to like it anyway, you know, so please, please share a poem.
0: Okay, this piece is called Ode to Poetry. Poetry makes you read. Poetry makes you think. Poetry will make you sit up all night and write. Poetry will make you learn how to type. Poetry grabs hold. Poetry sinks into your soul. Poetry is what poetry does. The poet makes you see these words that you've already heard and makes you look at this spoken language you thought you knew. The poet seems to be talking trash when in fact we are translating terminology while transmitting a transposed use of tools of the trade at this tryst. The poet is cool. We can bend the grammatic rules you learned in school. Most times, the poet doesn't make a dime. In fact, the poet doesn't have to rhyme. The poet gets their feelings out on the mic, while some poets have stage fright. You think we get up here just for nothing? We are here to make you feel something. Where would music be if it wasn't for the oratory of poetry? So come here to or orate doing it to you oratorically. While being here at this tryst, they call the women
4: oratrice.
0: Poetry is poetry. It's the poet that makes it poetry. Sir Lawrence.
2: All right, Sir Lawrence. <laughs> Sir Lawrence, how does a poem begin for you? With an idea? A form or an image?
0: A combination therein, you know, um and and it's interesting with me it depends on the poem because I have sat down from the title for the last line in one city mm. and did a poem. I am sat down and because for me I pull out Pen and paper, and write down the beginning. Each poem starts that way, pen and paper. Okay. And then what I do, what I do is, while I, while I've written, written what I thought is the piece, okay, and I go back and I read it, and then like a jigsaw puzzle, sometimes
3: this piece this line
0: will work better right here or, or it works better down here, that kind of thing. And, and then once I do all of that, and then I I, I pick up how it's, how it's flowing. Okay. And then once I get past those two steps, then I move to type it in on my computer. Now there's been times when I'm, while I'm even at that stage, I get down to say, like the third stanza or the, or the fourth line, and that fourth line all of a sudden turns into a whole nother poem so it just it just it just really depends i mean i really and i try to I, I try to really put thought in the pieces I really do.
2: Okay, very nice. Very nice. You know, all great writers have great writing influences. Who are some of yours and what makes them great in your eyes?
0: Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Going back to what I was saying earlier about um, hating, <laughs> hating poetry. As a matter of fact, my English teacher, Miss Smith, she's the Barbara Jordan type. You know, and she called everybody by their last name. You know, Mr. and Mrs. That kind of thing. You know? Mm-hmm. And we all had one and then she told me she said, Mr. Randy, just I'm not asking you to like you. Just do the assignment, okay? And uh and I hated it. So one year my older brother came home from college and he, he hands me a last poetry album. Now all of a sudden, poetry is a whole nother place. And then I came across Nikki Giovanni.
3: Mhm. Then
0: then I came across Michael Franks. Then I came across his brother and this is such an interesting story. I came across his brother. In fact, you can still google this point today. Okay, I think it was let me see what was it? Uh uh what was it? <sighs> 73 I think when he first mm-hmm. wrote this poem. Yeah. And he, he wrote this poem to his to his wife, okay? And her her friend her, talked her into sending the poet to Essence magazine. Essence magazine printed this poem in their Valentine's issue that year. And to this is 2023. You can still google this poem and it'll come up. And they're saying this poem has been duplicated so many times, and other people have added their own version of it, and et cetera, et cetera, and so forth like this here. And the name of the poem is If I Were the Water of Your Bath. And this brother broke this poem down so seriously. In fact, I went in, like they said, and I I trimmed some lines off of because it didn't fit my flow, and I had my... I, Constructing my own version of it, and I used to use this poem as some of my heavy duty rap. You understand? And and so in, in terms of influencing, and and then I got to go back to Michael Franks. Michael Franks, I don't know if you're familiar. I'm sure you are. Yes. Um, his wordplay is phenomenal, and so that's when I begin to understand how wordplay works listening to him,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and then the consciousness part of me came from the last poets. So I just, you know, I remember a sister of mine, um, she took drama in in, uh, in school and she won a contest reciting one of the last poets' poems. hmm yeah, and it was the one called Just Because. And, and I, I always liked that poem. In fact, I have... Let me see. I have one CD by the last and two of the albums. I have one book by Nikki Giovanni, two CDs, and one album. And I, I don't know how many Michael Franks albums I got.
2: You know, the, the poems that you that you're referring to black arts movement so if you could have been born in a different era as a poet when would you have wanted to be born born uh um, yes sir well you know that's a problem because I'm that's a better one yeah, Live.
0: Born to born. Yeah. okay Live. all right all right let's do that let's do that um the 60s the 50s 60s and then just come on into you know Actually I really was born in the fifties already, but that time frame between the the fifties up through um the late seventies. That
3: mm-hmm. was
0: probably the most unique time in terms of all the things. I think that was the that was the best accumulation that came together during that during that time frame.
3: Mm-hmm. You know it was the
0: best it was the best of the best, you know because mm-hmm. it when you go back further, you know there was a lot of hardness you know during that time, you know, and then there was a lot of that mix up you know as far as you know what slavery is and what it's not and and I think we were the trueness the trueness of us really came out. You know, because when you really dig into the history, and and then people talk about, you know, Black Wall Street, you know, in Tulsa, but but without realizing there were what's considered Black Wall Street, they were all over the states. It wasn't just Mm -hmm. in Tulsa. You know, Mm -hmm. in fact, Atlanta, Georgia was world-renowned in terms of it being a Black Wall Street. Wow. So, yeah. Wow.
2: Please share another poem. Mending
1: the fence.
0: Looking, noticing from afar, checking off the advantages that make her a woman. The better, than good with smooth volleys. I came back Drawn by your scent. Got me feeling like a champion breed with a bone that needs to be buried. You are like a star that shines in spite of the sun. True luster I would polish in every way. I want your skin in so we can do this. Every day. I want to hold you like moonbeams in a jar. Toes pop like musical notes. She said, let's take baby steps. Sure. But I got to tell you, my love is in a hurry. You'd be like having all the right stuff in between two buns. Even the steps the baby takes him across the street if he's not paying attention. Would a union make us better off than we are? Or would you rather discuss something else?
3: their
2: lives. Hmm. You know, that leads us perfectly into my question. First, of all, I'd like to know more about why you decided to write When We Meet Poems of Love. You know, because I, I had... I.
0: I was listening to a lot of, um, and then you have to appreciate the age barrier as well now, okay, mm-hmm. and because like when I first started out, my work was considered edgy, and, okay. and in fact, in a lot of cases they they were they
3: were
0: <laughs> they were I, I did a piece one night, um, and then they started dubbing me the soft porn poet, okay, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: and. <laughs> And it, and and I say that because interestingly, now, to date, some of the things that I hear out there in terms of being erotic or eroticism, let me tell you something. I don't even know how I had that moniker, honestly.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I, I I think I think um, everyone wants to feel that that nudge, that inner nudge, you know, that twinkle that 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 itch or that bite or that, you know, make a move. Everyone wants to feel that, man, woman, child. I don't care. Everybody wants to feel that. And then you can get and, – and, again, to me, this goes back to what we were discussing earlier, the power of the words, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, in fact, I wrote this in, in a piece, I can float words to make you switch and rock, you know, and so, again, talking about the power of the words, and, and to me, that's what it really is. And so when I I really was trying to convey that you can say things without saying them.
2: All right. So when we meet poems of love, you know, there's so many people who write about love. What will make mm-hmm. your book, what makes your book stand out even more? Well, if start is at, In fact, because the cover,
0: let's start with the cover. All right. I chose that cover in in particular, and as you can see on the cover, there are two lips Mm -hmm. on the cover. So now let's go back to wordplay. Two lips, and then two, one, two, lips. So now that is going on right here on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to in the old days where um, um, the album always had a title cut. And then at the same time, inside this book, there's a title cut in this book. And it's referring to the tulips in the front.
2: Okay. All right. All right. All right. Tell me more, man. It's a beautiful cover.
0: Thank you so much. I, I have to give credit to that guy. I, I wish I could remember his name. Actually, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. But he works with uh, Ferber mm. and, and he goes. He says his his covers sell books, and so mm. that was intriguing in itself. You know. And so well, I told. Him, I
2: said, "Well, look, go ahead." Well, I was going to ask you the tulips. The color of them yes. they're purple, I believe. I'm not colorblind yes. but I'm almost there. Uh-huh. why that color? Why that color? What about the color purple?
3: Well did you reason choose that particular
0: it, No no no. Again. it was it was all it was all part of the plan because I okay. <laughs> the old poem Rosa, are red, violets, are blue. Mhm.
3: Right.
0: And this is another reason why I chose that purple. Because at the same time, I used that line in the poem, you know, and 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 I wanted to show that you you can use that line and still have something behind it, instead of oh okay, you know that's that's all you could come up with, and red, violets <laughs> but yeah, so all of it was by design.
2: So Sir Lawrence it brings up this question: What color is poetry? Well, you know that's interesting too because
0: um, when you get into the color thing itself, all right, Now we refer to ourselves as being black, yes, all right, and that, but that's a whole nother subject we that, that you know this whole show can take up, but in actuality, it's indigo. And in Indigo, all the colors are in Indigo. You can pull any color that you want, which once again goes back to us ourselves as a people. We can create the full spectrum.
2: Tell me more, man. (laughs) Don't leave me hanging like that. We this yeah. don't just leave me out there in the street. Yeah. I don't sure know where no I'm supposed to go. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really
0: sure how deep I was supposed to go into that because you can you, you, you can know, take it wherever you want to take it. Take it wherever you want to take it. <laughs> this is your. Well, idea. you know, we don't we don't give it, we don't give we don't give ourselves enough credit. You know what I mean? And then and then there's all there's also the negative connotations that go along with. You know describing yourself as being black,
3: mm. you
0: know because the, the 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 part that we miss is there's different languages besides what we speak, and then there's the 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 real proof is when you take everyone says that we speak English, we don't speak English, we speak American, English is over there, and then when you talk about learning another language, every other language has its own pattern, whether it's French, whether, 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 but it's the same pattern. That's what makes learning other languages so easy, okay? So then you come over here, all right, and then one word means 25 different things. It depends on how you say it, how you look at what you said, what you got on when you said, like this. So not going back to the color. When when we when we're calling ourselves black, then you gotta look around and say, what is that associated with? All right. Then mm-hmm. you turn around and say that we're African American. Well, first of all, we're not African American. First of all, and secondly, the only reason why we're calling ourselves that is because Jesse Jackson got up there that one day and said it. Okay. And they say, you know, here we, here we go. We're, we're today we're African-American. Um, um, what is it, 22 years ago, you know, because it's like we get a new name every time. When are we just mm-hmm. going to latch onto a name and stick on it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Understand, yeah. understand the spectrum of the colors, and then you will, you will decide or you will figure out color has nothing to do with it. Okay. We are a people.
2: So, in terms of poetry and the color of poetry, are you also saying that it can't be it you can't well one thing is it's not one color in a sense you know what I'm saying because they're different forms different it's like a cutting a diamond you have this thing that's raw and then you cut it so you make it different different cuts for different different rings i'm trying to get that piece out of it the color of this poetry man talk to me about the color
0: what yeah, colors what color it, is poetry to you or does it have a color i don't i don't think it has a color like that okay i okay. think i think i think like i was saying earlier as far as like instead of saying black Mm -hmm. indigo because of the every color that we can imagine or, or know of, you can pull it out of indigo.
2: Okay. All right. All right. All right.
0: And I think that's, that's the same with poetry. You know, Mm -hmm. in fact, in fact, I think, and 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 I think this is something that's going on in the poetry world. A lot of times, a poet, a poet's poem is not fully grasped or understood, especially what they were trying to convey.
2: Okay. Because. All right. To me,
0: yeah. Go ahead.
2: No, 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 no. I'm listening, and I'm fascinated. I like people who can can bring me new thoughts. So keep talking. Not because you know i to me, this
0: is what I think in terms of when you when you especially when you write something and then you market it as something a commodity mm-hmm. all right now when 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 i when I pick up your book, okay today, and I read something in your book, and then I pick up your book next week. And then I read that same piece I read last week and I see something totally different this week than I saw last week. All In right. fact, every time I read your book, I see something that I didn't see. So when when you when you when you unleash your thoughts on paper, like buddy mine used to say, ink stain, that should go on and on and on. In fact, you can hand it down to generations, and it won't
2: be stale. You know, I'm attempting to soak in what you're sharing with me, man. And we're gonna take a brief break. But when we come back, I've got a question I want you to ask to for you to answer for me. Okay. There is an image of poets being overcome with inspiration, excitement, exhilaration, and having to write everything out of nowhere and at once. My question is, does that ever happen to you? Or is it primarily you've already got an idea, you'll stick with that, or do you allow that muse to take over and take you wherever it wants to go?
3: Okay.
2: back. I am Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with James L. Wincher Jr., a.k.a. Sir Lawrence. I asked you a question, Sir Lawrence. What is your answer? Yes. You know, I, I think grasping
0: it all, because a lot of times um, um, the, the, poem, the poem, as I write it, develops its flow okay, but at the same time i i i I try to interject so it's like i don't i don't try to I don't try to stay in the middle of the road. How's that? I don't try to okay. stay in the middle of the road because sometimes, even in your destination, you still have to take that exit mhm and come back up and mm-hmm. and so I do that you know in fact while I was thinking about responding to this question, I was thinking about, I thought about a piece that I wrote. And within that piece, I didn't veer far afield, but I covered a lot of topics in that one piece without losing the reader.
2: All right. Love to hear it, man.
0: Love to hear it. Okay. All right, this piece is called Driven from God consciousness. (laughs) He said, your God made that from mine. It's better. Then with a coveted animosity, decided foods with seeds are an inconvenience. Growing plants without soil is sheep. Synthetic clothes, rubber soles. Which one needs to be grounded? The wearer or the maker? Plastic foods without the nutrients. Case buds tricked. No waste, just constipated. (laughs) Through the looking glass, exploring the depths of the universe. While debating who was here first. Instead of understanding atom, the molecules of the atom, we would rather place orders for extraterrestrials, extra blue light, and plenty of extras on enhancements. Hold the natural order. Load up on those extras, right on those magnetic waves, making sure the microwave topped off with plenty of that dirty electricity we don't see, you know, the waste product from this new technology, telling us they're on their way back to the moon Filling Mars with condos, depleting dopamine receptors, changing D and A codes, offering robots and clones. Who could tell? But then, why should we think about that,
2: Sir Lawrence? <laughs> That's deep, man. You know, there's some poems that I like hearing twice. You're have to say that one again because that poem is above my pay grade. That's on a different level. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I tried to cover a <laughs> lot I, did. I tried serious, to cover, what cover
3: you a lot I'm serious. I want you to say it again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want to say right, from, all the right. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning?
2: Yeah, from the beginning. Come on. <laughs> all right,
3: all right.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. It's um, uh, driven from God consciousness. <laughs> he said your God made that? It's my mind, mine. It's better. Then with a coveted animosity decided foods with seeds are an inconvenience. Growing plants, what I saw is chic. Synthetic clothes, rubber soles. Which one needs to be grounded? The wearer or the maker. Plastic foods without the nutrients. Taste buds trick, No waste. Just constipate. Through the looking glass exploring the depths of the universe while debating who was here first. Instead of understanding atom, the molecules of the atom, We would rather place orders for extra terrestrials, extra blue light, and plenty of extras on enhancements. Hold the natural order. Load up on those extras. Ride on those magnetic wings, making sure the microwave chopped off with plenty of that dirty electricity we don't see. You know, the waste product from this new technology, telling us they're on their way back to the moon, filling Mars with condos, depleting dopamine receptors, changing DNA codes, offering robots and clones. could tell, but then why should we think about that?
3: (laughs) Charlotte. You may have to say that one two or three more (laughs) times.
2: You know, which Uh, brings up (laughs) a question that a lot of people ask, and it's about accessibility. How hard should you work to solve a poem? Because I'm sure there's some people who knew exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> now, you but know I'd what? have to read it five the, the, times before I get it. But, see that, no but more.
0: that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying earlier. You know, a lot of times, you know, the the poem, the 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 poem, what the author was conveying doesn't always get grasped right away. Okay. That's why Fine. a lot of times, and and I think that's another another really really good reason
2: for the poem to be in book form. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me more about that. Why? Because in current day, being an orator, for some, that's their forte. That's the way they express themselves as opposed to writing it down. Spoken word artists. I mean, mean, that's the title of it. Yeah, and I think it has its place, but I think they're limiting
0: themselves because you
2: know,
0: it, okay. When you when you say, for instance, and 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 I'm treading on this real lightly because this is an area I'm getting ready to venture into myself. All right. A, a lot of times, you have to tread lightly, in my opinion, because when you attach, when you attach a something to the point okay, okay, then the poem is only reactive when it's with that attachment so say say um i i like I have a poem that um i have i have um i pulled a song out of my playlist and it's in fact i'm 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 ready to write i'm ready to write the uh the mm-hmm. musicians. Who created this this musical piece? Because the piece that I wrote and their their the, the music that they put together meshes so well. I'm talking about from the first word all the way to the last word. In fact, it's exactly timed, just right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but mm-hmm. now I have to wonder, on the one hand, every time you hear that song, you'll think about my piece. That's a good okay. thing. Now the, now, the flip side is, what if you hear that piece without the song? Then what? Or the musical accompaniment?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think it's a fine line that has to be treated very carefully.
2: Yeah, it would take on a different meaning. The the musical accompaniment does change it. It really does. It really does. You know, you've got a number of people online waiting to talk to you. I'd like to bring Mm. some of these people on. (laughs) That's okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. All right. Come on. All right. All right. All right. All right. The first caller's number is four seven First three numbers. Or three three eight. You're on the air with Sir Lawrence. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> yes.
5: Hello. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm wonderful. I'm I'm wonderful. I uh, I just want to congratulate Sir Lawrence. I I uh I have both of his books and I reread them over and over again. His poetry you must reread mm-hmm. each piece, mm-hmm. and he has a wonderful style. He has a wonderful style. I just wanted to comment on that. All right. Well, so if you had to
2: ask him, if you had to ask him a question, what would it be? You have him on the air now. What would you ask him? You've read both of his books. Well, I wonder
5: about his um, the first book. Um, when we meet, he, he didn't really expound on where uh, those points came from. And I would think that the majority of them came from his personal experiences. Is that true?
0: You know, that's interesting. You brought that up because that's exactly true. And, and, and that's to me, that that's what makes writing poetry fun mm-hmm. because You know, it could be situational. Um, It could be a total experience. You know, it could be an event. It's in an event, and in the course of the event, this is what took place. You know, I have been in a situation where um, um, I have said a one line just being out and about. And the response from that one line, that that volley created a whole poem.
3: Very
5: good. So Your yes. personal
3: experience. Yes. yes. All right. Very yes. All, right,
2: All, right. All right. Thank you, caller. All right. Thank All you. Right. All right. Let's bring someone else on. Area code 646. We're going to bring another person on. Area code 646. The first three numbers are... Seven nine nine. You're on the air with Sir Lawrence. Good evening. Hello.
3: Hey,
4: good evening, man. I've been taking notes ever since this this show started. This interview started. I absolutely love the uh, depthness. And first of all, he- hello to both of y'all. But I love the right, depthness of the questions and the conversations. I mean, I'm William Washington. I'm a, a teammate of <laughs> Sir Lawrence from New York City, Spanish Harlem. But I wanted to ask Sir Lawrence because I was fascinated by the topic of black the color, the people. So I want to ask Sir Lawrence, as an elder poet, has he ever faced or does he face dis- discernment or discrimination, inter- dis- inter- discernment or inter- discrimination for the more modern poet who proudly and loudly exult being black? Has that ever been an issue with him?
0: Oh, without right. a doubt. Uh, you know, my going back again, uh, uh, the experience in life. I mean, because a lot of a lot of past experiences has also attributed to, to my writing. I mean, I I I've, I remember I, a, a situation that happened to me. In fact, I will never forget it. Um, um, it was four of us in the car, and, and and just just for the conversation side of it, it was. It was two brothers and two so-called white guys in, in, in the vehicle, and wow. and we were coming home from work and riding down the freeway, and then all of a sudden, um, there was police cars just came from everywhere. And we were like, what? well, you know, what are they looking for? What's going on? Then all of a sudden, we realized we are the ones that's targeted. We hmm. were surrounded by cars. We were forced off the road. And then I will never forget this. There were two helicopters flying Hovering, there were people. You know how the 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 uh, what is like on the freeway, the shoulder, the mm-hmm. the, the you know like the upcline. There were <laughs> this was unbelievable, just straight out of the movie. There were plainclothes um, um, Broncos and trucks, and they diving out of their vehicles with shotguns, and and, and everybody got a bead on us. And then they they snatched us out of the car. They threw us down on, on now now we're on the side of the road, the wow. the shoulder of the freeway, all right. And we we chewing on gravel, you know. And everybody screaming, hollering. We trying to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? You know. And, and and it turns out there was a vehicle that looked like the vehicle we were in. Instead of anybody trying to figure out where we involved, whatever the case, you know what I mean? But we down there laying, in the, laying on the edge of the freeway,
4: everybody whistling by us trying to,
0: they also trying to figure out what's going on. We chewing on gravel. I'll never forget that.
4: Wow. And, mm-hmm. and lastly, real quick, that first caller had a tremendous, amazing voice. Did, did she have a name?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, you know what, I'm glad you said that too. Now, that was Angie. Okay. Yes. Now, Angie has been very instrumental in getting us bookings, and, yes. and, and 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 I'm glad you said that because a lot of times, you know, uh, like I heard, I heard a story today, when when you're doing a job well, it seems that the, that your work is going unnoticed. But the only reason why it seems to be going unnoticed is because it's going so well. Yes.
4: Yes. Yes. I agree. Well, keep up the good work, man. I'm going to sit over here and, and take some more notes. I'm plagiarizing all the stuff you read, so I'm plagiarizing. <laughs> and, uh, I appreciate you, brother. Both of you. Right both up, both you. I appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
0: Celebrate Fellow great Thank, you. Celebrate, <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Sir. <laughs> all, right,
2: <bye-bye. laughs> all right. Let's try one more. Let's try one more. All right. All Area right. code 562. The first three numbers are 659. You're on the air with Sir Lawrence. Uh,
1: good, good evening, gentlemen. And like William Washington, I'm pleasure too. I mean, no, I'm taking notes.
3: <laughs> I'm to it. Tell, tell it, too. So, <laughs> no,
1: well, I, I do have both books, so it ain't like, a, a, you know, I, I'd have to really take
3: notes. All the notes are in the book, Straight
1: out. Right out. Right, 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 and right. and, and um, that last poem was amazing. You know, Thank you, sir. that you recited. And and I'm I'm glad he got you to recite it twice because I'm like, I'm going to have to go find that so I can reread it again. I mean, it, it was truly amazing. So Thank you. Thank I do. You and William much. took one of my questions, and it's the same thing. I think you and I may have talked about it in the past, about the color black. That's why I don't use it in my poetry. You know, but but um, oh, yeah. my question, yeah. yeah, my question is, uh, and, and this is looking uh, forward, and and how you have progressed in your uh, writing, uh, your stage presence and performing. What are your goals for those two things, writing and performing in the future? And where do you see yourself going?
0: Well, you know, I I wanna continue to write and, and, and when I look back over the progression of when I first started writing where I am today. And you can truly see my growth. And um, I want to continue writing because I I already took one hiatus when life got in the way and I stopped writing for a while. In fact, blog talk radio, when I moved back to Atlanta is what rekindled my pen. Mm. And so and and that ignited my, 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 my first book. Now, as far as where this is going, you know, you William, you know uh, James Sears and myself. We are part of the Great Beards, the Great Beard Poets, and we are this thing that we have is building itself. You know, we're almost on automatic pilot because it almost has its own its own mind, almost, and our <laughs> chemistry coming together. Is really what I think has really made this whole thing what it really is. And and I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, um, you take a Cobb salad. All the main ingredients together is what makes the cob salad. But individually, they can stand on their own. Mm-hmm. And now that I know what a Laureate is, I've even considered you know, that avenue. But what I would like to do is, you know, continue what I'm doing and and let's just see where this takes me.
1: Wow. Oh absolutely. And I just like to take one more moment to uh thank Ms. Angie for introducing the great beers of poetry to Atlanta. And mm-hmm. and, and I look forward to anything that, that we're doing anywhere in the country. And so I'd like to thank her for getting, giving us that first initial start. You know, it's like we're in the starting blocks and boom, the gun went off and there it was. The great deal. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thank you.
2: thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. You know, Sir Lawrence, your, your statements <laughs> brought up a question. You talked about ingredients.
3: Uh-oh.
2: Let's imagine for a moment, because you are a culinary artist. Yes. Let's imagine for a moment that a poem is like a cake. What are some of the prevalent ingredients that would go into the concoction we call a poem if you're baking it? You know, that is so interesting, too,
0: um, because to me, this is what to me. Now, when you constructing, for me, let me just say for me, constructing a poem, okay, the title, all right, sets the mold, mm-hmm. and then the 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 the, the writing of itself, the stanzas, what you're conveying, are each individual ingredient, and then when you get down to the clothes, all right, that's the last bit of icing or the last bit of topping or that last whatever it is that finishes that product that you're that you're producing. And if you'll notice in a in a lot of my writing I make references to cooking or things within the cooking realm.
2: Mm. <laughs> you bad man <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know, you know,
2: I've asked that question a lot of times, but you're the first one who gave me an answer from a professional perspective. You're a trained professional, right, so you know right. what you're talking about. Here's the most serious question for you, my friend. You know, yeah, our world, yeah. man. And you talked about the incident, the side of the road, just the things that people go through. You know, there's good, there's bad, there's ugly, as well as indifferent. So what I'd like to know is, what do you view as being the role of a poet in modern day society? Well, you know, that's why I was saying earlier about opening opening
0: people, because, see. In fact, I wrote this in a in a in a in a in a poem. Mm-hmm. How, um do the people? This is a, this is one of the lines in the poem. Do the people you talk to converse with stimulation, or are they throwing that same old dusty rag on
2: the table? Read the poem. Read the whole thing, please.
0: All right, wait.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: shoot, I should have known you're gonna ask me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> Wait,
0: wait, wait. Wait wait wait, wait. Shoot, shoot. I thought I was gonna be ready for whenever you ask me about it. <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> but but I, I talked about that because it's 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 part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and so I try to. God damn it! God damn it! Now I'm trying to stall so we won't have um the airtime going.
2: But um. We'll take a brief um, break and we'll come right back, okay? Yeah, I'll right, perfect. So. I'll give you a chance to plan. All right. Cool. All right. Perfect. Perfect.
3: Uh-huh. Perfect.
2: Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with Sir Lawrence. Sir Lawrence, are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. I
3: am not. And I hate that too,
0: because it's like you know, any other time I had all these forms <laughs> situated, I said, now if he asked ask me, you know, I got this one right here, and I got this one right here, but then I bring up one, and,
2: and, and now I got to figure out where is it in this book that's coming, I can't even think well, right now, what's going on. Well, I'd like to invite you, you know, to come back for part two so you can read it on that show. How's that sound? Man, it sounds real good, man. All right. real good. And I'm going to call you the night before funny. the show to make sure you got... Oh, no, no. So yeah, that's gonna be the, the only reason gonna that you coming back.
3: But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, soon as we, soon as we hang up, look, You'll find it's going to come right there. It's going to come right there.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've got a thousand questions, but for the sake of time, we've reached my favorite part of the show. My favorite part, which I view as being a mini poetry concert. This is an opportunity for you to share three, four of your poems back to back. No interruptions from me. Sir Lawrence, you're on the stage.
0: Your papers. Casting shadows on a distant horizon. Giving reasons to explain with such insistence. Like you were in our witness. Telling the story from beginning to continuum. Layers of scattered untruths. Brain been hacked. No fact-checking or cross-referencing. Just tell us more lies, fueling the debate. Are we who? Give us 28 days to re-up on this information, using 337 for our own stealth indoctrination. You said at one point we had papers stating we were free. Papers produced at any given time. Papers put in a special place before you went to sleep. Papers your woman made sure you had before you hit the street as important as freeers were supposed to have been which one of your family members has a copy sir Lawrence Fanning the flames. Stimulated mentally, it's like having a full body massage and now being asked to turn over. Two people come to the point, both feel they have to be together. Then it's like two oak logs it doesn't matter, in the fireplace, in the pit. We just want our flames to start dancing,
2: flickering,
0: adding a little color now and again. It feels so good, we just want to pop, creating little embers. We were so caught up with the heat, oozing off the embers, flames are starting to be replaced with smoke. Then remembering the quote, wanting to, wanting to be consumed by you turning into a joke. The realization flames don't dance without something to feed on, we have so much more to offer, needing to put in the work. All it would take is to give each other a turn to rekindle the flames, their lives. The mood was sweet. The look was captivating when I felt it was time to spring this surprise. After encountering a sensational evening as we occupied each other's space, we both knew it was bound to happen. When I reached for the glass as our skin touched while pouring a line of chocolate, placing a cherry At the pinnacle point, an ocean wave of emotions flooded the room. She said, "How can you expect me to do this and still remain sexy?" Even as she spoke, the principles of love and desire appears to have cast their own vote, while drawing her closer to deciding. So I made the decision, grabbing her spoon while saying, I'm having dessert. You can have an apple from the fruit bowl. So
3: How about...
0: Her words came. We were in free form, sharing thoughts of what lovers do, dancing on the syllables of each inflection, causing floating reactions through the galaxy of our minds. The issue, chocolate-lead topped with vulva, and a side of knowing what you are sitting on. The earth couldn't hold the rest of the expressions, causing an unsteadiness. My whole dream was consumed by you. The distance between us closed as your words came vocally with your full presence. Time delayed as our bodies moved with the rhythm of ancestral drums. Our every thought, even before completed, was an action we were already reacting to. We fed each other the stimulated energies we were creating simultaneously from the sensations of our every movement. As we pass through our constellations, the absorption of glad water continues while heading towards the Milky Way. Sir Lawrence. Wow. Sir Lawrence. <laughs> Indeed,
3: sir.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you. Thank nice, you. nice, nice, smooth. You know, your second book, Sir... First of all, the title intrigued me, and mm-hmm. then when I read that it was a blend of cultural awareness, consciousness, and sensuality, what inspired it the the um the second book yes sir
0: because because i this is the truth all right the first mm-hmm. book the first book practically every piece in that book was something, as they say, I pulled out of the vault. Okay. Okay.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. A lot of it was pieces that I, some of my early works, and then some of my newer works before my pen took a hiatus. All right. And then, uh, say, what, five years ago, when I returned back to Atlanta, that's when... um, my ink was rekindled. And so in the rekindling of the new ink, which brought about um, new pieces, and that's what the second book is.
2: And the title, mhm. Yes. Tell me about the title. That uh, know, it just stands out. Yeah. Are you speaking you know, to someone I, specifically or is it just in general? Well, I think it's kind of, all three, okay, because when for
0: instance, when I first started out, I didn't have a pseudonym mm. right,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: then I remember this one brother came to me, and he said he said he said, look, James Jane, you gotta get a name, man you know and and um, and I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know, you know, and so then i and he kept Telling me no, no, you gotta have a name, man, so when we call you up on stage, you know everybody's got a name you need you need a, you need a moniker man, and so I, I started thinking about how my style was a lot different than a lot of people that were you know up on the stage, mm-hmm. and so Lawrence is my middle name, okay, and so since my yeah, so since my style is different, then I knighted
2: myself, I guess. All right <laughs> You just took over your own kingdom
3: All right yeah. hey, 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 hey Hey, what's wrong with you? <laughs> that's not him uh-huh. even... <laughs> well, no. You just you at yourself That's who, a good one too Who are you? Who, who are you? <laughs> oh, I didn't die myself huh
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Lord, do you think you were meant to be a poet? Actually, I do
0: I really do and tell and, me more. and I tell you what All right. I remember I was working at this um men's clothing store um in fact, you might even remember the name, remember Webster's. That West does sound East familiar.
2: Mm-hmm. Back in the day, day I was working at West. Oh, East I, East I West. wasn't born back in the day. day
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Let's get that straight now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
2: yeah, this is back. Oh this no, is, no, no, no. This was this back. This, this is back in the
0: day, day when they had the pies <laughs> and everybody else. Okay. But, but, uh, it, <laughs> but I, I'm, and this, right. there was this French. This guy, he was from France. Okay. okay, and yes, and and he w- he was a regular customer. Okay, so much so that one day we were talking, and he he said to me that while he's over here, he wants to, you know, because only really really learn another language, you have to you have to interact with someone, yes, sir. or, or interact with the language itself, especially with someone, so you can have that rapid fire, um, a natural flow. And so, anyway, he he says to me, "Look, let's let's do this. I will teach you French, and you teach me English." And I said, "Okay, bet." And so then we we will be going through it, you know, like whenever I would and so forth. And then one day he looks at me and he says, "He says, you know, we we're gonna have to stop doing this." And I, I'm like, "Well, what's going on?" You know. And then he tells me this statement right here. He says, "He says, you know, it's really hard to." Learned from you, he says, because you have your own language. You don't speak for other people; you speak for yourself. You know. At first, I took a little offense to that. You know what I mean? I said, "What are you talking about?" You know, like that. And then, of course, you know, later on, you know, when you get your feelings out the way, then you go ahead and process the thing. And and then I heard myself, and then I hear different comments from other people. Even to this day, you know, it's like, you know, you you have your own unique way of expressing yourself. And so with that, then there you go. It makes the writing even that much
2: more.
3: All right.
2: What, I think, what surprises you most about being a poet, my friend? What surprises you? Surprises me? Yeah.
0: Um, well, you know, well, one thing that surprises me is how poetry is misunderstood. Okay. Okay. And, and it misunderstood because of the, first of all, a poet is and is expressing themselves. Okay, so then that creates a and, and I don't wanna say it's like ninety nine thousand um variations, but at the same time, when when you when you when you pin a point, you are pulling something out of yourself, be it experience, be it whatever, but it's a part of you.
3: Mm.
0: Okay, and so everybody has their own expression. So then there's all these categories. And and then another thing that drives me is also the leap that poetry has taken as of late. And I think, you know, soon, you know, it will have its own true art form instead of being second to, um, like I said in that very first piece. Where would music mm-hmm. be if it wasn't for the overture of poetry? Right, right.
2: Wow. So, yeah. You know, you published two books
0: in the yes. same year.
2: I did. Same year. Does knowing that your poems are published and out there in the world validate your being a poet? Or are you content knowing that they're out of your system?
0: Well, Yes, to the first, and I think not necessarily validate me as a poet. I think validates me as an author, and because every and this, in fact, going back to something else that that, that surprises you, it mm-hmm. surprises me, especially when I run into people, and then they find out that I have penned a couple of books or penned a book. Period. All right, and then they'll say things like, "Wow, you know, I've always wanted to wrap in these ideas. I wanted to, you know, and 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 then they haven't moved on it. But then there are things all of us haven't moved on. But I'm just saying, as far as that part is. And then you have, um, um, you you're, you're, you you a part of you. Is being exposed, mm-hmm. and and to me that's why.
3: When you when you
0: pen a book, your name is on it. Yes. And it's a rep, it's a representation of you. Right.
3: It's true.
0: And I'm a, and I'm gonna leave it right there. All
2: right. All right. How can listeners stay in touch with you? Well, I have,
0: um, partially on social media, I have a Instagram page and I have a Facebook page. Um, I have a hacked page that I had to come with a new page. So, for instance, like Facebook, the new version of me on Facebook is Rencher James. The old page got hacked. So anyway, Rencher James is Facebook. on. Instagram it's stir underscore launch underscore poet.
2: Right, right. You know, I think. <laughs> so, where do you go? What, what's the next thing on your plate in terms of poetry? Is it an engagement or another book or what?
0: Well, uh, actually, it's a combination because I have. I'm in the process. As we speak, working on my third piece oh,
3: wow. uh, in,
0: in terms of a book, and and then as far as you know, um,
3: um,
0: out out on the scene, um, the the great Bears, We did a we did a last year, a little little later than we are now. This time last year, we did a uh, a three city tour, which started out in Atlanta. And then we went to Tennessee, then we went to South Carolina. Now, like I mentioned earlier, our chemistry as a group is four of us. Our chemistry as a group really made that thing happen. The mm-hmm. fact that we even came together, the fact that we're we're the great beards and 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 the great beard poets in in and, and all of that and and as a matter of fact, it's still on the tongues of people, even on the tongues of people who didn't even show up at the show. Wow. You know what I mean? So it, it was really the chemistry. I think was the the biggest part of it. The chemistry of us coming together really, really made that happen. And and um, we we got some some more some more um, some more venues just coming up. We're mm-hmm. planning on. I don't know the extent of a tour as of yet, but um, I know we got some events coming up in Atlanta. Uh, we're nailing down the dates as we speak. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll be able to, the, the listening audience will be able to find out between, you know, the four of us will be posting. I know for sure they'll be posting on my page, you know, in terms of our locations, times, and et cetera. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I'm really well, excited you, about
2: that. It's great because you know I'd like all of you to make an appearance on my show. You know, there's always an open open invitation for that, always.
0: Oh, oh well, I'm I'm very excited about that because, like I said, it's um, it's 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 a unique thing, and um, and and we are G R A Y instead mm-hmm. of G R E Y, and it's so interesting how that played out in itself. And um I'm 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 very excited. It's it's the thing that happened and um I'm just really looking forward to You never know. We we might be we might be updated on passports and, and who who knows.
2: That's true. Now you're working on a third book and your current books, where can we buy them?
0: We're gonna make you you can you can always DM me direct, you know, if, if you'd like the same copy. That wouldn't be a problem. But also, um, you can type in my name on Amazon and um, James Renchi Jr., and both books will come up, and then you can decide which way you want to go in terms of hardcover, softcover, or um, um, e-book.
2: Wow. Well, I want to thank you. We've reached the end of the poetic journey, but I want to thank you for spending some time with us on Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio. You're an amazing man. Thank you so very much. It made me think. It made me think. It made me move outside myself that, oh, this is... And as the caller said, you can't just read it one time. Yeah. Yeah, And I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it is. And yeah, it uh, is. so I appreciate you so much because of that. Because right it makes on. the listener move outside themselves.
0: This is so very that's, true. This is so-
2: yeah, that's that's how I picked it that up. That's how I picked it up. I can't say, sit here and say oh, I've heard that before. You see know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right well it's um again it's you know there's there's a, there I'm, I'm working on this book well actually um especially when i'm in my vehicle my truck mm-hmm. i um i i um i very very rarely listen to the radio because a lot of that bombardment and and i'm i'm not not prolonging this thing but i i just wanted to throw this out there yeah. um it's we're, we're, we're being bombarded with noise, blue light, etc, and it's playing it's wreaking havoc on us, and mm. and it amazes me how we know more about fashion, or vehicles and your neighbor and don't know squat. About this body you're packing around, mm. you know what I'm saying? And so then you have, you also have, the natural order, and 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 we could give two two flips about the natural order, mm-hmm. and instead complain about what's wrong. So, that combined with this, what I was getting ready to say, like this this book I'm working on right now, in terms of reading. And the name of the book is called Golden, The Power of Silence in a World of Noise.
2: Okay. It's a great title. title.
0: Yes, and and, and it is so deep when you understand the level of noise that we're being bombarded with and we're focused on. And then when you take that, and I'm going to close with this part, when you take Mm -hmm. that, of all the things that you hear, and then on the one hand, the knowing is is one level of thing, right? And then mm. when you come over here with silence, okay, what's going on in that realm, or even mm. do do you even know? And and then and then and I find out in this book that they did a study, and they put people in this soundproof room. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they couldn't stay in the room, and then they found out the reason why they couldn't stay in the room is because you couldn't hear anything. But all of a sudden, you start hearing these other sounds. And then they found out the other sounds that they were hearing were the sounds that your body makes just in operation.
3: Wow.
2: But anyway...
0: Well,
2: So Lawrence, I wish you nothing but the best
0: Thank you very much And to you
2: as well I appreciate that To the listening audience, as I share with you every time we're together Let poetry ring Somewhere throughout the land Good night, Sir Lawrence Good night Good night, Doug
1: Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio Is available on iTunes Spotify SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You can also check out the website at qlpor.com.